This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. When God calls you, God, there is involved, as I said in the first series, there involves a living, it involves a living. And today I wanted to welcome you once again to the last part of the call of Abram, how God called Abram. And this involves a looking, a looking. And so family, as you are welcome today to Radio's uh, Cape Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. And this beautiful day, uh, I wanted to let you know that God is still in the business of calling people to to Him, calling people to ministry, calling people into mission, calling people to evangelize. But God prepare us for the field. So whenever we find ourselves in the calling, in the ministry, God works with you. We heard uh, last week that God uh, uh, um, wants you to leave bef- uh, the first week. And last week, God wants you to to live, have a living there and to, to see uh, the promises of God and also that God put you in a waiting room. But today I wanted to talk to you is that uh, it involves a looking. In verse 10 of Hebrew, the chapter that we, we, we read in the book of Hebrews, uh, the 8th the verse, it said, uh, the 10, for he looked for a city which had a foundation, which builder and maker is God. Which builder and maker is God. Who's looking for that? Abram. Abram was looking for that in Hebrew chapter 11. And so, he left the world. He was no longer associated with that which he left. Because he don't want to lift God out. He lived in the arena of the promise. But he stayed fluid. Because he had to grow in that situation. Before God gives you your destiny. He always deals with the development. After having provided deliverance. Deliverance. And it brings development. And God dealt with destiny. The way he survived was connected to where he looked. Abram, where he was looking. While he was on earth, waiting for his promise that was going to come to the earth. He kept his eyes on heaven. He looked for a city whose builder and maker was God. That's the heavenly city, a spiritual reality. He wasn't going to heaven yet. But even though he wasn't going to heaven yet, he was looking at heaven. If you learn to look at heaven, you will live better on earth. If you stop looking at heaven and keep looking at earth, you will be looking through bad glasses because you'll be living like like this this is all there is and this is not all there is it's only a piece of the pie 
God wants us to have an internal perspective. God says, I want you to look to heaven while living on earth. Two extremes as a Christian. Someone once said, to be so heavenly minded that you are no earthly good. To be so earthly minded, you are no heavenly good. Friends, family, and listeners, God wants you to reach high while touching low. Your feet firmly planted on the ground, but you are looking up to heaven as you make your move so that heaven in transforming the earth. When heaven transforms earth, you can make it on earth because now you get supercharged. You get help from up there joining you down here so you can make it big on the earth, in the earth realm. In John chapter 2, the Bible says, the world is passing by. Don't hang on to this world too tight. So since this world is temporarily looking eternally and all will change because this is temporarily. This move in the earth is temporarily. When you lose sight of heaven, your perspective will be ruined on earth. If your mind leaves heaven, and you only live for earth, earth is all you get. If you are heavenly minded, seeking the things above, according to Colossians chapter 3, if you have a heavenly perspective driving you, you'll be ready to live and rule as king here on the earth. So yes, when God calls you, you have to have an understanding of looking. Where are you looking? And God said today, Abram said, he was looking for a city which had a foundation, which builder and maker is God. And that is where he was looking, but living in the earth. There needs to be a shift in our perspective. You have to wake up in the morning thinking eternally. Thinking God's perspective, a spiritual world view. This has got to be how you live. In Genesis chapter 12 and chapter 13, everywhere Abram went, he built an altar, a place of worship. He didn't just go to church. He carried an altar with him. So every time he was in a new situation, he built himself a worship place so that he could keep his eyes on heaven in the middle of earth while waiting, waiting, and I repeat, waiting for the promise. The people of Babel wanted to make a name for themselves, but God promised to make Abram's name greater than their name. The rebels at Babel were scattered over the earth under God's judgment. But God's promises to and through Abram to bless all the families of the earth. 
So that was the blessing God had, had for him. He was blessed and he, the people that comes from him. God has chosen Abram to be his elect, to bring about a chosen people who will bring about the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. God's call on Abram's life is not a simple calling, but it takes a huge step of faith and obedience. If God called you today to leave the land you love, to pick up things that you have to follow him to a land that he will show you, would you do it? God's faithful servant. It was demonstrated by obedience in Genesis chapter 12, 4 and 9. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lord went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. And so, we see here, Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. Lord went with him and Abram was 75 years old and was obedient to the call of God. Abram teaches us that faith is shown through your obedience. In James 2 verse 18, Yea, a man say, Thou hast faith and have no works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show you thee my faith by my works. A person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, is not even Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in different directions. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Radical faith is followed in obedience. So, if God is called Abram in this way, how has God called each of us? God's call for every one of us who have put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ, our Savior, who has decided to follow Him in this go and make disciples of all and today in conclusion i wanted to say to you today god is calling you calling you let me tell you god calls you and it involves a nothing else it is a living there must be a living and there must be a looking where are you looking Towards what are you looking? What drives you in the morning when you get up in the morning? Even the challenges that are there. What is driving you? And today, I want to encourage you, family and friends. God is still calling people as we speak on this day. Oh, are there still people that can cry before the Lord, that could not even sleep. They are restless because the call of God is in their life. And so today, let us not delay uh, the call of God because someone is waiting for you. God is going to do this for you and God will provide for you. And I am signing off today and bless you this week. God be with you. God take your hand. God will take care of you. God's protection is over you. Listen to 
the voice of God as He call you in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.